Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm not Gen X. But listening and watching Gen X grown up makes me feel like I am. If you want the same experience I've had, consider becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners, to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John, and joining me, as always, of course, is Mo. Hey, everybody. Wouldn't be a show without George. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, guys? You know, the 80s featured fast music, sporty cars, a TV in every home, and new materials that changed the world. Everything was somehow bigger, brighter, and bolder than any decade before, and that included fashion. For both men and women, 80s fashion created some iconic looks that we won't soon forget. And in this backtrack, for better or for worse, we're going to remind you of how we all dressed in the 1980s. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I cannot wait. We're going to determine if we were proud of our legacy in fashion or not as we mm, run through yeah. these items. Yeah, I see George shaking his head. He's not proud already, I think. Well, I mean, because <laughs> there's always this thing about fashion is cyclical, right? It comes back mm-hmm. around. Sure. It, it yep. comes back. The 80s fashion has never come back into style. That should tell everybody something. <laughs> People wear it, but they wear it ironically or they wear it to mm-hmm. 80s parties. That's it. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> Halloween costume at this point. It's never like, like I remember bell-bottom jeans from the 70s becoming a thing again. Yeah. You know, like just, to my not 80s stuff, nobody was day-glowing out the door. No, that shit ain't happening. I imagine going to Spirit Halloween and you get the one that says 80s guy, right? And it just, oh my God. <laughs> and it's a Don Johnson outfit with a mullet. Oh, mm, oh full neon. Oh yeah, the whole neon. Okay, <laughs> hey, We're going to get into that. Before we do, it's time for some fourth listener email. Fourth listener this time around is Brandon G. Brandon wrote in, and the subject line of his email is Nerf episode. Nice. Okay, cool. Nice. That was the last episode before the hiatus back at the very beginning of July. So thank you, Brandon. Uh, Brandon says, hey, guys, I'm a fairly new listener, but I must say I love what I've been hearing so far. Go ahead, George. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm leaving it alone because my brain is still wrapped around 80s fashion at this moment. <laughs> this is the part where George goes, are you sure he's listened to our show? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. He goes on to say, I thought I'd jump in and comment about the recent Nerf episode. When you guys said that surely most of Nerf sales these days come from the toy guns, I would have to agree. The biggest tie-in I know of is with the Fortnite video game. Really? Oh, 
That makes sense. I had no idea. Yeah, Yeah. he says, my son owns a ton of these things. When certain guns are introduced into the game, they're also replicated as Nerf guns, and they aren't Uh cheap. Of course not. Mm -mm. Some of the ones my son owns go for 40 to 80 bucks at Walmart. Jeez. Where do these things shoot? Like some other than 40 to 80. The darts. (laughs) They they shoot your wallet out the fucking door. That's what they do. (laughs) Uh, Brandon says they're cool enough because many of them are battery operated and upon squeezing the trigger, a small motor is activated, making it fully automatic. Oh, my God. Which makes for a good time when you're having a battle and your opponent is running and ducking behind the furniture. Mm. Well, I mean, I have to admit, it sounds expensive, but fun. Like I would, yeah, it'd be fun. Mm. <sighs> I mean, okay. I look, you know what? I guess if Nerf made a Gears of War gun, I'd probably be excited about that. So it's just that I'm not a Fortnite fan. The reason I'm poo-pooing this. If I was a Fortnite fan, I'd be like, ooh, give me the $80 gun. I'd be the same nerd. Yeah. So I yeah. shouldn't criticize. <laughs> uh, Brandon wraps it up by saying, just thought I'd drop a line about this and keep up the awesome work, guys. Awesome. Brandon. Nice. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Brandon. We're glad people enjoyed the nerf episode uh that was one i remember we picked that but it's been on the list for a long time and we're like what are we going to say about nerf exactly and turns out we could talk about damn near anything <laughs> yes we can so apparently nerf good enough as seen yeah, yeah. <laughs> evidenced as yes hey brandon again thank you so much for writing in listener if you would like your email featured here on the show it is drop dead easy just fire off an email to podcast at genxgrownup.com or read every single one and most of them just like brandon's will eventually make the show all right guys let's throw on our neon and big hair and talk about 80s fashion as soon as we get back from this break Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Gen X Grown Up wherever you listen. And while you're there, rate and review the show, too. It helps more than you know. J.C. Penny knows that when you're headed for the top, you need an accomplished wardrobe. One with solid Oxford shirts, striped silk ties, and two-piece suits that are expertly tailored, classically designed, and have an elegant touch. All silk pocket squares. Success. It suits you. In the Stafford Collection from J.C. Penney. Dedicated to the well-dressed man. It's quite possible we are the least qualified people to talk about 80s fashion. That's not going <laughs> to stop us by any means. It's very possible. <laughs> 
So what sparked this episode is we saw an article over at uh, LegacyBox.com that was talking about the top 10 80s fashions from the 1980s. And we were chatting about it. And it was like the top we, 10 we had, 80s, 80s fashions from the, from the 1980s. From the 1980s. <laughs> I, know, I was going to let it go. I was going to let it go. That's a really poorly written title for an article. The problem, I'm sure that's not the name of the article. That's me misrepresenting the article. Oh, okay. But it would only be bad if it was the top 80s fashions from the 70s. That would be confusing. So that was from the 80s. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Sorry, Legacy Box. I just can't read. I'm sure you can write. But we were talking about this article and we we're going down the list and it was like, oh, this item. And a couple of us would go, oh, yeah, that's cool. And someone else would go, that's awful. It's like, oh, mm. what we need to do is we're going to remember these 10 things from this article. <laughs> we'll share the article in the show notes if you want to go and read it for yourself. Yep. <laughs> we're going to remember the fashion trend. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it a little bit. Then we're going to round Robin and determine if collectively as Gen X grown up, are we proud or embarrassed that this is emblematic <laughs> of our generation? Okay, proud or embarrassed. So it's not what little Johnny thought of back in the day. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's how we feel okay. about how we legacy feel now about on our thing. generation. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm happy to hear how you felt about it back then, but we're seeing how we feel about it today. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to guess I can probably predict what most of the votes are going to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. might you. be surprised. I don't see a lot of positivity <laughs> coming out of this podcast mm. today. <laughs> All right. So with that, why don't we get started? And we're going to start with the first one is it is a fashion trend. Now, fashion isn't just clothes. It's anything about how you present yourself. Right. So all these things. Right. So the first one I want to talk about is big hair, blown mm. out, bouffant, blow dried, styling mousse product hair. Everybody <laughs> was a Jersey girl in the 80s. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now, for my money, when I think of big hair, I think of girlfriends that I had that had big hair that I liked being their boyfriend. I think of hair bands, like hair metal bands. Like I think mm, of like, right. like Rat and Cinderella and Bon Jovi and Twisted yeah. Sister and Poison, oh, Motley yeah. Crue, people oh like that. Oh my God, yeah. And so now, th- now those guys, they did a lot of 80s trends, but among them is big, 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 big hair. Mm-hmm. And this isn't relegated to just guys or girls. Like everybody had big hair back then. So I, I'm kind like, I remember as a kid, it seemed, I think it's a lot of this stuff just seemed normal to us, but big hair just seemed like that's how hairstyles were. And looking back on it now, well, it was everywhere. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't feel too bad about it. So we'll see where my, my vote goes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see my mom, she, she literally would have had a heart attack if one of us, <laughs> if like, you had, had big hair, if our, we let our hair get to that point. And, oh, really? And, oh, and really? Of course, we'd have to have it permed too, because you can't not have it permed, right? I mean, it has to be curly, right? Because it can't be straight big well, hair. Well, now, permed isn't big hair, though. Perm would have flatten to be. it down and curly. Right, but say, but it can't be straight. I mean, it had to be like. It's got to be poofed up, right? Poofy. Oh, all that stuff, oh, yeah. right? Which, you know, with my side of family, you know, the Asian side of my family, is really hard to achieve that. So if mm, one of us right? walked in yeah, with that, yeah. we would be bad. My mom just had a heart attack, so I never even considered it to be like something I even wanted to do or ever. Now, like, I agree. Like I said, all the girls in my high school, almost all of them had that kind of poofed up uh-huh. hair. That yeah. was definitely the look. And I liked a lot of the girls back then, too, so I must, I must have thought it was okay. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, but things have definitely changed. So are you like a, a, a bowl cut buzzer kind of family? What, what is it? Or just, you, it was kept short. Why did you not get long hair? It was just kept short. It was always kept short. Just easier with all the boys in the very, house. Just very practical. Just keep it short. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, for me, it was, well, first of all, I couldn't have big hair because I did when I was in elementary school and I just had a natural white boy afro. So I could not have fit my hair in any of my sports helmets <laughs> had I allowed it to grow into that it was awful 
Uh, I had oh. a nickname of Bush when I was in elementary school. It was terrible. Oh, the things we learn on this show. So, right? so, uh, so, George, I've known you now for, what is it, 40 years or something? I don't know how long Close, it's been. 30, 40 years. But I like knew that. you pretty much right out of high school, and that is the best description of your hairstyle that I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, jeez. The white boy afro. Yeah. I had this friend in middle school that, honestly, he would walk up to me, and he was a good friend. I like him a lot. But he would walk up to me and torment me like he would hold a an air beer can and like pop the top and go bush like that damn commercial <laughs> that was on in the 80s but anyway big hair is what we're talking about for me my money uh other than the big hair bands that john mentioned which i think those mm-hmm. guys pulled it off versus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody else in the country who did not <laughs> it was on every high school girl yeah that yeah. i was attracted to which is disturbing at this point in my yeah. life because i look back occasionally i'll look back through a high school yearbook mm-hmm. and there is nothing more sad and disturbing than looking back through a high school yearbook at those photos and going holy shit not only was this in my freshman year my sophomore year my junior look at the senior year picture holy yep. shit yep. people yep. carried this thing for four years high school girls especially the only thing that might have been as big as their hair was their shoulder pads. And neither of them <laughs> were attractive. But yeah. at the time, I was all about it. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go around. We're gonna now we're thumbs up, thumbs down. This is how do you feel about Gen X being associated with big hair? So I'll start. <sighs> It doesn't bother me that much. I mean, there are other worse offenders on this list, so I'm okay with it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I don't mind Gen X being associated with big hair. How about okay, you? Okay, so I'm big hair on guys in the 80s. Thumbs down, big time for me. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just, no boy bands. Well, imagine seeing them right. today. No one would think that they were cool. You know, like I said, and I can't think of any guys. I knew who actually went that way, like with the big hair like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was only the girls that, that did. way. <laughs> what does that with mean? The hair, like had the big hair. <laughs> oh, the hair. Okay. Yeah, what you think of it? <laughs> had the big hair. I don't that's why I'm asking. It was ambiguous. I so, wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a thumbs up because mostly my memories of the people I knew who are the girls oh. who had the hair, so that was okay. That did not go where I thought it was going. I was hundred percent sure Mo was gonna agree with me. It's absolutely a thumbs down. Are you two out of your goddamn minds? What the I fuck? Guess so. There's a reason, <sighs> as I stated at the beginning of the podcast, why this shit has not come back around. It's fucking awful. <laughs> There's some big hair around Good now. Good Lord. Maybe. If either of you <sighs> can actually still see your high school yearbooks, please go back and look at them and oh, then change no. your vote. <laughs> oh, I'm not oh. Maybe, maybe you'll come to your senses. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, if we're going to be done with big hair, then I'm going to move on to another probably controversial topic, spandex. Um. Yeah, mm. it's big. Spandex was almost as prevalent as big hair mm. at the time. People were wearing it in all different ways. It wasn't just workout clothes. It was part of fashion. People were walking around mm-hmm. in big cities with it. People were going to the movies. And I'm here to tell you, it might have looked good in Beverly Hills <laughs> Cop where you saw it. Or it might have looked good in Flashdance or some other movie that you wanted to emulate. It was mm-hmm. not for all body types i am sorry and i'm not trying to body shame anybody here but jesus fucking christ get a mirror and have some goddamn sense 
There were people in my high school. How do you really feel? Both guys and girls that were wearing spandex. And I couldn't understand how my private Christian high school allowed it. I was like, that is the (laughs) devil right there. There's no question that these people should have gotten suspended for at least a month. You know, we just talked about hair bands. They were also, they had big hair and spandex, most of them. Remember? That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. David Lee Roth, all those guys. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, I like I think of not a hair band, but I think of Cameo. Like, he had spandex and a cod piece to he further cod piece. accentuate what he wanted you to be looking at, right? <laughs> this, this guy. <laughs> and when I think back, like, I think of the things you think of. I think of the people that shouldn't have been wearing it. But, you know, I'm of the opinion. I think as I get older, I don't care so much. I, you know, I look at people and I go, hey, did you have a mirror at home? I just figure, look, they have a mirror at home, but they're not ashamed of whatever it is they look like. Yeah. And, Look, That's I fair. understand it's not attractive to you, but don't look. It wasn't <laughs> you know, that if, it wasn't just like it. attractive. It was mildly offensive in places. <laughs> oh, that's that. Okay, that's different. Right, right. If you're like, well, I'm I'm able to trace some contours I should not see. I understand why you might have a differing opinion, but it doesn't bother me all that much, I think. What about you, Yeah, Ron? I mean, I agree with George. Kind of like, I think today, <gasps> like, I think yoga pants are pretty much the same thing. Would you say? Yeah, they Almost. they don't feel as thin, but I get your point though. They're mm-hmm. they're yeah, close, I mean, yeah. Tight fitting. They're like an evolution right. of that. So I, I guess mm-hmm. as it's stuck around, I mean, I do agree with George on principle of what he's. I mean, I saw some people. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like I would never wear spandex. I'll say that. You know? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't either. Nor will I. I I pledge here and now I will not be wearing spandex. <laughs> but I, I was given. I'm going to give it thumbs up because it seems like as a style, it has stuck around and has evolved a little bit, but. As as a style, it has stuck around and still seems to be here and doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. So I was giving it All a right, thumbs so up. So we, we've already gone to the voting. So Mo is giving it a thumbs up. John, what about you? By the sheer nature, the fact that spandex paved the way for the yoga pant, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. A huge fan of yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super thrilled with how they were utilized in the 80s, but I'm also not down on them. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up too. Mm. Mm. <sighs> You know, I like my car, but I don't want to drink battery fucking acid. All right. Um, I get that. They're not, they're not related at all. I don't give a shit that one may have evolved into the other. It, I, yeah. We're talking about whether or not we're proud of how it was then and associated with the eighties. I'm not proud yeah. of the fact that it was associated with the eighties in that way, but on both sides, both mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. larger people and John, you talked about the hair bands. Mm-hmm. They were too fucking skinny to be wearing spandex half the time. It looked like their legs were going to snap like twigs half the time on stage. They were so coked out of their minds. Yeah, you lose a lot of weight on cocaine, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I I would give it a thumbs down, but apparently two out of three Gen Xers give it a thumbs up. So I guess we're we're going with that. You make a good argument. You almost swayed me, but I'm I'm gonna keep the thumbs up. I've got to brush up on my debate skills, apparently. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on! You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later.
Now I can take some personal time at Filene's and save while I spend on my wardrobe. It's the men's only wardrobe sale. Now through Thursday, March 14th only. I can get a suit, a sport coat, a blazer, slacks, even a raincoat. And the more I buy, the more I save. I spend $200, I lop off 20%, $325%, $400 and more, 30%. And there's an extra savings bonus too. Two 20% off coupons. One for men's shoes, one for men's dress shirts. So I'm taking some personal time at Filene's and saving a bundle in the men's only wardrobe sale this week only. All right, let's get into this next fashion. I don't know if this is a full power or just something that started back then, but the whole ripped knees in the jeans. That that mm, was something that started mm, big time mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I never understood it. And maybe again, my mom was like, why would you rip your jeans? You know, to me, I think she saw it. I mean, honestly, I think she saw it as a sign that we look like we were poor. And I don't mean that. I mean, I think <laughs> right. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's what she thought. Because if we had ripped jeans, right. she had, the she put a patch on it, like immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a cultural thing. I think all that stuff. So she was very big on like things looking like nice and all that. So I, growing up as a kid, I saw people running around with ripped jeans. I'm like, what's wrong with them? Like, why is, you know. Don't they have a mom that can sew patches on it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a mother? Where are your 70s patches, damn it? Yeah, exactly. That's no one loves were. you? So I never I never got it, like, honestly. But it's again, it's one of those things that just has never gone away, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one that hasn't gone away. So like you, Mo, first of all, yes, if I had ripped jeans that were just ripped, my mom would put a patch on them. But I also had my ripped jeans oh, okay. that you don't put patches on that are like intentionally... I don't think I ever intentionally ripped jeans, but I had a pair of jeans that once they got ripped, I was all in. I, mm. I ripped them more. <laughs> I would pull on them and fray them, and make them stringy, you know? And the only real downside was you had an uneven suntan, like your knees would be nice and brown, <laughs> but your legs would be pasty white. <laughs> That was my only downside. And then when they wore out and finally the the tear went all the way around the knee and they fell off. Now they were like clam diggers. They went went down to my knees. Well, now they were just stringy, incredible Hulk cosplay pants. (laughs) Right. And I could run around the yard because that's, you know, like the Hulk's pants, Lou Ferrigno's pants went down to his knees in the show. And that's what I envisioned was like, oh no, they're regular pants. And I just grew, got really big. And that's what they were like for me. So I have fond memories myself of the rip, rip, knee jeans are torn up, but I also never had a negative connotation about them. I think the fact that parents didn't like them made me like them more because mm. like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, that's pretty it's typical. It's sloppy. Right? Yeah. It's sloppy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was just always, I, I wore a pair of ripped knee jeans for like a month. I tried to wear them and they just felt uncomfortable. Like the hmm. breeze on my knees didn't feel good. <laughs> and the sunburn, I, as you said. Yeah. You know, I've got the pale skin to begin with, but I will say I had a girlfriend who was was devout in her ripped knee jean wardrobe like commitment she had every one of her pairs of jeans had the ripped knees in them and like some other holes on the thighs you know like some people had like five or six holes going up and down the legs Mm -hmm. what i appreciated the most and i'm gonna get in trouble and the podcast might get canceled Eh, Mm -hmm. they were really good handholds They were very accessible, weren't they? They provided a grip strength that regular jeans did not. I'll say that much. Don't make a bad point. How about that? All right. So Mo, sidebar. You're not even speaking. Okay. So question number one uh, is George is not wrong. That's yeah, not, yeah, that's not yeah. it's a statement, not a question. The, my inquiry number two is, yeah. why were they trying to get away from him such that he needed handholds? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is that really much of a mystery, John? Really? <laughs> right. You know, now that now that you say it out loud, I've answered my own question. Fair enough. All right. I'm just saying there are sometimes traction issues that arise and these solve that problem. That's all I'm saying. When your victim's trying to escape. I get it. Yes. <laughs> all right. Somebody vote, damn it. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll let you, John. Let's, let's just start with you. I'm 100% pro the rip knee jeans. I like them. I think they look cool. I enjoyed wearing them. They were great Hulk cosplay. So <laughs> thumbs up for me. All right. How about you, George? Yeah, I'm thumbs up. There's something that are still around today. I still see people wearing them in different fashion trends and whatnot. So I think they're still cool. All right. What do you think? I, I, well, this is one of those fashions that I never got. And I think it had to do with my okay. mom and the way I upgrade. And to this day, I see people with ripped jeans and I don't get it. So mm. I'm going to be a thumbs down on it just because, like I said, I never, oh, I never, right. never got it. Never got it. I just want to point out we've done three of the fashion trends so far and we have still been two out of three, four as opposed to <laughs> against. I totally expected it to be 0 for 3. Every fucking <laughs> I told you to be surprised. Yeah, I know. So, so, you I know. know. Okay, so I don't mind being a minority in this one. I know it's irrational. Right, well, so <laughs> the next one up is bound to divide us. Leg warmers. Ooh. Mm. Leg warmers are those little scrunchies that instead of being in your hair, they were on the calves and they covered your socks and you had to wear ballet shoes or some shit with them. I mostly associated them with Jazzercise and Olivia mm-hmm. Newton-John. That's, that's where I think yeah. I must have first saw them. Like the, yeah, Jane Fonda, Olivia Newton-John and Let's Get Physical video. And yep, yep. they were, to me, <laughs> living in Florida, they didn't make any fucking sense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you yep. needed your legs warm in New York where Mo grew up during certain parts of the year. I totally sure. get that. You know, Alaska, 100% you need some shit. Maine, wherever. <laughs> but fucking Florida, <laughs> really? <Absolutely. laughs> you did not need leg warmers in Florida. That's just the sun. You don't need <laughs> fucking fuzzy little pullover slipper things. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. That's just me. You're on to something. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, here's the thing. I thought they came out of dancers. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I thought mm-hmm. there was like, and with like between dancing, they would keep them on their legs so the legs wouldn't get cold and they wouldn't get cramps, that kind of stuff. That's what I thought yeah. they were originally intended for. That's my understanding too. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them used today. People still dance, right? <laughs> so or maybe they're doing it behind closed doors and they take them off before they leave now, whereas before they would leave them on. Not sure, yeah. So I'm just curious, like, were they ever that utilitarian or they just looked good or I, I don't know. I Again, now, yeah. But again, I mean, I remember mostly from Flashdance. That's where mm-hmm. sure, I remember right. like the Lego. And that probably, I think, between that and the exercise videos that you brought, George, I'm sure that's where they just took off as being like right. a mm-hmm. fashion thing. But mm-hmm. I still remember a lot of people wearing them just for no apparent reason. Just around. Yeah, just wearing, wearing them out <laughs> over jeans or whatever, yeah. right? Over jeans? But you're wearing jeans. Really? Your, your legs are warm already. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I never absolutely. saw that. That's, that's absolutely awful. It's dumb. Because then you cover up your ripped knees. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wear them below the ripped knees. but uh, <laughs> Okay. Below the ripped knees. <laughs> I had the same, and I think you're both right. They probably came out of dancing. Even if they didn't, we all thought they did, right? Because we saw yeah. them in these dance movies. But I had, it's funny, I had the same thought, George, which I always wondered, your legs aren't cold. It's purely Mm -hmm. a fashion statement. They're in the way. It's like a sweater for my ankles. Quit it. If if you're cold enough, wear, wear warm clothes. You know, why does just your ankles need to be warm? It made no sense to me. So I always, it, it looks stupid back then even. That's, yeah, 
Mm. And it was the temperature based thing. It was it was it was not practical, I guess, is where I'm going with this. (laughs) Okay, Uh, this one's my topic again. So I'm going to ask for our votes. Mo, let's start with you. Thumbs up, thumbs down. (sighs) There's a girl I liked in high school. I don't know. There was a girl I liked in high school who wore them. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up. (laughs) Really? All right. Seriously? Wow. Come on. He's okay with it being associated with his entire generation because of one crush. Because of one girl. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be the voice of reason. Leg warmers were dumb then. They're dumb now. I'm embarrassed that we thought they were a thing. It's my first thumbs down. Don't like them. All right. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, is our first negative of the podcast because I am also going thumbs, toes, and everything else down. Everything. Ooh, everything. (laughs) Leg warmers should never have existed. They were terrible ideas, like a grandma's knitting experiment gone wrong. They should not have been a trend. And I'm embarrassed that they were part of the 80s. John, what's our next topic? Our next topic is equally stupid. So we're okay. <laughs> so similar to leg warmers, uh, I, perhaps I'm tipping my hand as to what my opinion is. <laughs> cut off sweatshirts. Oh, yeah. so a couple of different oh. types here. Yeah, now, there's just one talking about kind. Here. Right. Let me go ahead and get warmed up here. So cut off sweatshirts of any kind. There are a couple of categories. Now, there are the bare midriff cut off sweatshirts, right, where it's long sleeves. It's a big sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. But it's cut off at the, like the, I don't know, what would you call it? Like rib below your sternum. Whole, yeah. Yeah, 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 below your rib cage right there. So, but also there's a trend, was a trend of cutting the sleeves off of sweatshirts mm-hmm. too. It's like a, make a big hoodie. You got the hood, you got everything, but you got no sleeves. And so it's like a muscle shirt for the winter or something is what they were going <laughs> with. Well, you don't care about your arms. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's just like, I'm like, I need to have another weird tan. You're going to have a farmer's tan on your arms. You're going to have weird knees, all that stuff. If you wear the eighties clothes. And so it never made sense to me. And I, I get Mo where you're going to go with this because you had the leg warmer girl you liked, but, and look, Anyone bare midriff, if they are attractive enough, will look good in a cutoff sweatshirt, but also in anything else they wear. It's not the sweatshirt doing the work. It's them doing the work. <laughs> so I, I never really saw. It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, for me, this goes back to the ripped jean thing, um, because, again, if if my mom bought me a sweatshirt and I cut that thing, I would be in so much trouble. Uh, Again, it's one of those things like if there are other clothes to wear to accomplish what you're trying to do without destroying your sweatshirt. So I mean, like, you know, you'll have to destroy a sweatshirt to do it. So I never understood them. Again, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more power to people who did like them, but I just never got them. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to disagree with you two fine gentlemen on this one. (laughs) Well, there's a shock. I don't remember specifically which Heather it was, Heather Thomas or Heather Locklear. (laughs) Yep. But I had a poster in my room and one of them was wearing one of those super high cutoff sweatshirts that definitely titillated my teenage mind to such a degree that I cannot forget cut off sweatshirts being one of my favorite things of my teenage years. Again, George, it's not the sweatshirt doing the work. It's Heather doing the work. Yeah, but sometimes the ribbon is just as nice as the present. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. the wrapping paper makes you just as happy. And oh my goodness, the heathers. The wrapping paper mm. makes you just as happy. <laughs> all right. I, I feel like we've already semi-voted, but let's run it. Okay. So I am 
thumbs down. I am anti. It didn't make sense to me then. It's not come back. I'm not happy it's associated with the 1980s. So I'm going to give it a down. Mo, what do you think? I mean, well, I sympathize with George's point of view because of my previous leg warmer. <laughs> I thing. do too. I get it. <laughs> um, but I personally never got them, never understood them. So I'm a thumbs mm-hmm. down on this one. All right. How about you, George? I, I got a lot of things pointing up about this topic, so I'll just leave this George gives it three thumbs oh, up. One thumb thumb. Oh, I got the visual. Oh, and I got the visual. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. Each episode of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at GenXGrownUp.com. Announcing the Fave a Half Price Sale. Buy any pair of shoes at Fave get a second pair at half price. Better hurry. Buy leather pumps, get boots at half price. Buy leather flats, get Olympians at half price. Buy leather pumas, get leather casuals at half price. Pick out any pair of Fave shoes and we'll give you half off on a second pair of equal or lower price. You'll go far in Fave's because the styles stand out and the shoes stand up. Fave guarantees it. Buy fashion boots, get sport boots at half price. Buy leather Olympians, get pumps at half price. Half price sale at Fave. So this next one, I, uh, I'm i not sure how I feel about because honestly, I would not know, have known they were even a thing until someone pointed out to me that they were a thing, which is okay. high-waisted jeans. Oh, sure. Okay. Because mm-hmm. literally, that's all I saw in high like, school. Like like Urkel? Not quite that high. Like, and the thing is, if you okay. look at pictures of like girls in the A's, it's not like they're, they're not like Urkel high. They're not like super, super high. So <laughs> Urkels were so high, his cutoff sweatshirt would left nothing showing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he could work the cutoff sweatshirt. That's right. Mm. And matter of fact, I was even sitting there like looking at pictures of like high-waisted jeans in the 80s and 80s pictures. And I'm like, those are high-waisted? They look like almost mm-hmm. like regular jeans because that's all I saw. So I guess I kind of assumed that they were just the way they're supposed mm-hmm. to be. Not hip huggers, yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, for me, like coming out of the 70s, it was all about the really low-waisted jeans, you know. Mm. And the, right. And then the 80s was that high-waisted thing. And yeah, they people call them mom jeans today, I think. It's, it's yeah. just a high-waisted, you know, kind of thing. And people dog on the mom jeans and the high-waisted jeans and stuff. But I always kind of, I, I just wore normal husky jeans. Mine didn't have no style. It was just whatever fit at Kmart is what I wore. So I didn't have any particular height of waisted jeans. Right. But for people that were stylish, that had chose a, a type of jean to wear, I think they were fine. Frankly, I guess it's kind of, it's vanilla. It's like, it's not offensive. I don't feel I have a strong feeling about it, but I was okay with it. And it doesn't bother me too much i mean i'm because i don't really remember them i went real quick and tried to look Mm -hmm. at a few images on google and depending upon whether your shirt was tucked in or not i think would make the difference (laughs) for me yeah because i see some of the pictures with them tucked in i'm like oh my fucking god please untuck that shirt really 
Mm. Yeah, the tucked in look looks awful to me. Now the tucked, mm. uh, the untucked version looks just fine to most point. I can't really tell the difference between them and yeah, yeah, any other yeah. jeans. Uh, the the backs of them, like it makes a person's posterior look silly, like alien <laughs> long silly. Um, so you're right. That's true. Yeah. Oh, we get so much be... email in this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kind we want either. No, no, no. I mean, I that's really what I would guess I would say, but I just don't remember the trend. Yeah, okay. it's, it was almost it was like it was everywhere, really. So it was almost like mm-hmm. it wasn't even a trend. Like everybody, I thought that's what they had. I don't know. So, yeah. all right. I mean, this is a weird one, but it almost seems like we're kind of all blah about it. But let's try to give it a thumbs up or down. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'll give it a thumbs up because I really don't remember have any bad negative connotations for it. Really, when I think look back on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, how about you, George? I mean, I'll I'll give it a thumbs up if they want to claim it as an 80s fashion trend and nobody mm-hmm. seems to be screaming, barking mad about it. I'll give them a thumbs up because yeah. apparently some people liked it. And I've offended enough people with this episode already. So <laughs> I might as well try and go the other way now. George is hedging, hedging his bets at this point, right? He's just trying to do damage <laughs> control. I'm Christmas treeing this test. Yeah. <laughs> like A, B, C, B, C, B, C, C. There's got to be a few Ds. There's got to be. <laughs> How about you, John? I mean, mine is just up unless you make me upset. And then I would go down. And so my thumbs up is just because it's inoffensive. It doesn't bother me that it's associated with the yeah. 80s. I they look fine. You're right. It does kind of make your, your, your like your back down to your butt look like this water slide or something. It's this slope right. that goes up too high kind of thing. But <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, if you got it's, a Sir Mix-a-Lot butt, you're okay, I think. But if you don't. Yep, yeah, yeah. You've got this long, you've got this long sloping flat ramp for a butt. And, and it's <laughs> denim. Enjoy that. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. all poets here. Okay, so, so all up, we're so all, all ups up. on that one. That's our first yeah. unanimous. Yes, first wow. unanimous. U- unanimously indifferent. Yay! <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> we all abstained from that. Yeah, vote. pretty much. All right, well, let's talk about lacy shirts then. Mm. This is an '80s trend oh, for sure. Now, I know there's different ways to think about this, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a performer in particular that I associate with this trend more than anyone else, and that's Madonna. Okay. When yeah. you talk about her early stuff, you know, like like a virgin and uh, Morningstar, whatever that star thing was mm-hmm. that she did. That's uh, right. That whole first album is like every video she did in that was the lacy shirts and the little frilly gloves and the like a million different little bangle bracelets that she mm-hmm. had on. Yeah. Yep. Those lacy shirts I found very attractive. Now she always wore something underneath them, some kind of an mm-hmm. undershirt or a bra or whatever um, that was trendy at the time. But I I liked them. They were oftentimes short and cut off like the sweatshirts we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought they were a neat fashion trend. And I still see people kind of wearing those looks today here and there. So hmm. I don't think that people hate those as much. Yeah. I mean, you said Madonna. Actually, the first person I thought with these big kind of lacy shirts was Prince. I mean, he was he wore. Oh, like the different big, kind of lacy shirt. You're right. Like one is almost yeah, like you're talking about the frilly thing. Frilly, and yeah. the other was yeah. like a frilly. Yeah. Okay. We'll lump them together. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, but still though, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you in this one, George, too. It's like, I thought they were fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I mostly associate, associate them though with, like you said, performers. Like I, I don't remember yep. seeing them like personal friends wearing them a lot necessarily, you know, unless right. you're going no, clubbing no, or something. No. That it was, was like a, a thing. difficult look to pull off in high school. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, I also thought of a performer when we were talking about this, and it made me think of Jerry Seinfeld and his puffy shirt episode. <laughs> oh, It <laughs> was basically right. all lace. It was all decoration. Yeah. Right. But I, I looked up some pictures and I found like the trend. It really sparked with me when I saw like from some JCPenney catalog and you saw like three girls in their teens mm -hmm. and they had on this a nice blouse, but the blouse had big lace collars or had big right. lace on the seams down the buttons in the front or it had something like that right so and i'm like oh i was thinking i was even thinking of like the mesh lace like madonna um but whether it's the madonna type lace or the other one all i can picture is the thing that you were it's funny you were just alluding to it is i picture girls in the 80s with the lace shirt kind of puffy lace shirt tucked into the high-waisted jeans oh right <laughs> that was every third girl in the hallway at my high school and i remember thinking are you you know are you joining a convent what are you doing here what is what is the goal <laughs> that you're trying to accomplish it just there's something about it just felt like i don't know that you can wear that shirt untucked though you're probably right you, you gotta you tuck them in yeah yeah i don't know but it's I, my opinion on it varies based on who's wearing it but i i think i have formulated yeah, I think I have. I think I know what my vote's going to be based on whether, no matter which one we're talking about. So, well, let's go ahead and start with your vote, then, John. Which way are you going on this? Yeah, I, I, it just, it didn't bother me when I was a kid, but looking back on it, I don't like its association to the '80s necessarily, especially the laced regular shirts. Not so much the like the mesh you talked about, like Cindy mm -hmm. Lauper or Madonna would have. But so in general, the larger scope of it, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I don't, I don't care for it being an '80s thing. Hmm. Okay, well. I'm going to go thumbs up on it because mm. I'm kind of with Mo. I remember Prince, Madonna, mm -hmm. uh, the ladies in the nine to five movie, Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin, yep. Jane Fonda. Yep. They, they had, had those same kind of shirts in that workforce thing. I appreciated the work, the puffy shirts. I don't think they need to be brought back necessarily, but <laughs> I appreciated them for what they were in their time. Mo, how about you? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a thumbs up on this one too. Cause, uh, mm. Okay. I, I don't have any really negative connotations and you still do see it today. I mean, you do see people wearing yeah. kind mm -hmm. of the, the lacy tops and all that stuff. So I figured it had some staying power. I liked it back in the eighties looking at those people. So I guess I'm going to say right. the thumbs up. That's fair. That's uh, it's two to one thumbs up. So that, that one's, that one's clear that you were allowed to associate that with Gen X. Good job guys. Uh, one more in this segment, and we kind of mentioned this one a couple of times already, but now we're going to talk about it specifically. Neon colored anything oh, fashion yeah. wise. Could be hair bands, could be clothes, could be pants, could be shoes, could be your cutoff sweatshirt, could be whatever. Neon colors. And I, this is really mid 80s, mid to later 80s. I think neon stuff didn't so much come around. We were still coming out of the 70s and it was more tie dye and stuff in the early 80s. Right. But mm -hmm. when it really took off, it was big. And it ended up permeating outside of fashion. Everything is neon. If you have a, I want a screensaver, search screensaver 1980s, and mm -hmm. it's probably swirling neon colors around yeah, a, probably. you know, a, around or a, your a video keeper. game or something. Or, yeah, and the, the cover of the keeper that had the swirls mm -hmm. of neon. But as far as what I thought about them, I, I kind of like the splash of color coming out of the 70s, which was, the 70s was colorful, but it was like a rebellious kind of colorful. Well, the neon stuff was these splashes of bright 
vibrant color that they used to accentuate. It wasn't the whole clothes usually. It was, I mean, I'd seen bright neon clothes, but usually it was an accent or something. I kind of liked them. Uh, for me, I mostly associate the neon stuff with the plastic wristbands that I was talking about earlier mm. with Madonna. Like she wore the metal ones, you know, silver, gold, whatnot. But a lot of kids in my high school, especially the girls, would wear these plastic neon little bangle wristband kind of things. Mm -hmm. And they were all different kinds. Like some of them were super thin and they had like 50 of them up their arm or some of them mm -hmm. were fat that they would smack on their wrists, like the slap bracelet kind of stuff or something. Uh, I, I thought they were okay. Um, I didn't have an overwhelming desire to try on a bunch of neon stuff, except for maybe <laughs> I wanted like some neon tennis shoes for like a middle school dance or something like that. Cool. I think at yeah, one point. Yeah. that's about as far as I wanted to go with it. I could not care about the t-shirts or the pants or any of that kind of stuff, but those were the two things I associate mm. most with neon colors. Hmm. Okay. It's right. The person I most associate with in neon is Sydney Lautner. She was neon mm -hmm. every, her hair even was like a bright colors, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think right. it's probably like her and maybe, and Madonna too did a lot of like the bright colors yep. and stuff in her early days. Mm -hmm. But to me, it always seemed like everybody who's wearing it then was trying to copy like those people, like was trying to copy mm. those particular celebrities. Yeah. And, you know, but nothing wrong with color, you know, is better than the usual stuff, which was the, you know, the. <laughs> I mean, that's how trends usually and, go. Like yeah. some public figure wears it and then everybody mm -hmm. else wants to copy it because somebody thinks it's cool and then next yep. thing you know well i gotta wear it so i'm not uncool and, and everybody's wearing it but the other thing is like you think about neon i mean do also like these like people had these like weird accessories that they would wear like they were just brightly colored like the like pins and stuff like that that really had mm -hmm. no purpose other than to add more neon colors to their clothes yeah mm -hmm. right yep you know you mentioned cindy lopper and she had a lot of neon but also her buddy, Captain Lou Albano, had a lot of neon colored rubber bands in his beard, too. Because they, yeah. they would yeah, hide yeah, the Wasn't just his that. beard, he had them in his cheek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all over. Yeah, wherever he could yeah. rubber bands. And he'd have neon <laughs> splashes of color in there, too. All right. So let's see. Let, let's run a vote. I think I think we know where we're going with this. So why don't we start with you, George? What do you what's your thumbs up, thumb down? What's your take on the association of neon? I, I'm thumbs up on this one. I okay. liked neon colors. I still like neon colors today. I think they have their appropriate places, mm -hmm. both in fashion and in art design. And I think they were a nice invention. Or maybe they were invented before the 80s, but fuck it. We're claiming them. So yeah. there <laughs> they're ours now. Let's, do, let's okay. do it. How about you, Mo? Yeah, I'm a thumbs up, too. I think maybe the 80s went a little too far at sometimes with it, but yeah. That's the 80s, dude. We went too far. I mean, as you said, and that's, how things, that's how things start, right? You go way off to the side, then you kind of pull it in a little bit, and then it becomes you more find mainstream, find the limit right? and pull it right. back. Yeah. Right. And pull it back. Yeah. And so I think we were finding the limit, and then we kind of pulled it back. So yeah, I'm a thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, even then or today, neon is great for if you're walking along the side of a dark road at night so people can see you. It's awesome. <laughs> Not so good if I'm at the laser tag arena, and then I, I show yeah. up everywhere. But I also have no problem with neon being associated with our generation so that's triple is that our first unanimous no, no we had you no, we were unanimously apathetic about one right and now we're all actually yeah. we're actually, we're actually actually positive here genuinely yeah. thumbs up about this one so <laughs> yeah. all right we get back we have just a couple more so don't go away listener my name is cindy burnett and each week i interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast thoughts from a page we talk spoiler free about their books so you can listen whether you have read the book or not and then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform 
and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out. If you're a diehard Gen X grown-up, you can pledge your support by clicking join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. Come join Hill's grand opening celebration. Going on now in Indianapolis on West Washington Street. With hot new fashions and the latest styles, priced low every day. We don't run sales or accept credit cards to help keep prices low. If you ever do find a lower advertised price, bring in the ad. We'll match it. Come join Hill's grand opening celebration. Going on now in Indy on West Washington Street. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, time to talk about mullets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so let's get coming. this one right out of the gate. Let's just get this out of the way. Yes, I fucking had one. So fucking what? I don't care what you think. There are pictures. John has probably shared them out there mm-hmm. somewhere on the web. I have um, receipts. <laughs> but because I'm a late adopter, as we all know, I didn't sport mine until the early 90s. So. <laughs> Can't attest. I was yes. definitely late to the trend for sure. But, uh, you know, business in the front, party in the back. What else oh, are you going to say? It's every redneck's <laughs> favorite hairstyle. Uh, they're still fashionable, and I use air quotes in the podcast that nobody can see today, but <laughs> I I don't know when these things developed. They're telling us from this list, from this website, that they were an 80s trend. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't well, know if I remember them with. from earlier than that, but yeah, they were a thing. John, <laughs> what about you? Well, growing up rural as I did, we had a special flavor of mullet and it was in fact the redneck mullet. Mm, what and it's special? What it, it's a regular mullet, but it's a little too thin to be a good mullet. Yeah. It's kinda it and it's not it's not business in the front and party in the back. It's more like inmate in the front and party in the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like a buzz cut on the top and the sides and then this mousy, not thick enough hair in the back. And the best accessory for the redneck mullet is a clip, a roach clip with a feather on the end clipped into your oh, hair. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that right? was the feather clip thing was born out of the 70s kind of stuff. And then they mm. just adopted it into the mullets. No, I remember that. Right. It's oh, almost man. like with those haircuts for the redneck one that they were preemptively showing us their future hairline because it just <laughs> everything was gone on top and on the sides. Yep. And it was just what was hanging off the back that was left. Yeah. Now, so the next question you may ask is john did you ever sport a redneck mullet a little not to the extent i never clipped a roach clip with a feather into my hair no 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 no. i certainly had hair that went not to my not to my shoulders but down my neck but usually it's because i needed a haircut and it was long all over so i don't know i probably won't count as a mullet mine was like if i were cool enough i would have trimmed it into a mullet but i wasn't instead my mom Mm. gave me a nice bowl cut because it was cheap and it was just the same uniform length all over and not long so that's my experience so okay so i grew up urban uh so yes i actually didn't see my first mullet so i went to college and congratulations and i tell you i was shocked when i found out it was intentional i was like <laughs> you meant to do that <laughs> intentional pardon me ma'am uh, i mean sir <laughs> yeah then i realized that it was like a thing because you know that was a college mm-hmm. being all different types of people you know not people outside mm-hmm. new york and i was like wow i said this okay it's that's all right you know <laughs> so like <laughs> i don't know um still have like very much country connotation to me though for sure 
sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ever remember having seen one before. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see what our vote turns out like. John, Mr. Kinda Sported a Mullet, what's your vote? No, I, I am not happy that the mullet is associated with the 80s <laughs> at all. I didn't mind it so much back then because it was everywhere. And so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. must be normal. But looking back now, it wasn't normal. It was dumb. So yeah. thumbs down for me. All right, Mo. Yeah, uh, thumbs down for me, just because also, even today, you think mullet doesn't really have many positive connotations to it, it at doesn't. all. What a lovely and, mullet. Nobody yeah, exactly. has ever said that. You know, today, <laughs> I'm going to go with a mullet. You know, it's just, I don't know. Those words those will roll off the tongue. So <laughs> I'm going to be a thumbs down for this. You know, this is going to be our first unanimous negative vote, oh, because oh, I am okay. also thumbs down, even though I sported one for... I don't know, like six months in the 90s. I obviously didn't pick up on it quickly enough in the 80s to try it. It's definitely horrible. It has a lot of bad connotations with it today. I hate that it's a thing. I certainly hate that it's associated with the 80s. Let's move on. Down, okay. down, down. Wait, yeah. Mo didn't tell okay. us if you ever wore a mullet. He told us he didn't see it. Did you ever wear one? Does Mo have hair? I don't. No, no I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. But. <laughs> But even when I did have hair, it, no way to be a mullet. No there. mullet. Okay. All right. Let's make <laughs> yeah. sure. No. Someone's going to ask. I want to make sure we covered it. Okay. Uh, yeah. His mom would have sewed patches onto the side exactly. of his head. <laughs> on the side like of his head. head. <laughs> to hold his hair up. Yeah. Or she would have shaved my head when I was sleeping. One of the two. Wow. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let's get to the last fashion thing. Side ponytails. Hmm. It's funny because I, I just doing some research, you know, did look up on the Google, you know, side ponytail. They were everywhere. Yep. Holy crap. Everybody had them. Boy George had a side ponytail. I mean, mm. Sheena Easton, Madonna, Cindy Lautner. I mean, all, every everybody had side ponytails. That was, that seemed like that was the thing to have back then. You know, for me, honestly, they're just not attractive in any shape or form. Hmm. They really, I don't know why, because this is not accurate at all, but I, for some reason, associate side ponytails with those creepy twins from The Shining. They Ooh. did not wear side ponytails. <laughs> they did? Holy cow, in my head they did. I don't think so, but see, didn't you think for a moment that they <laughs> in did? My head, they totally did. Like, like the left one had one on the right side of her head, and the right one had one on the left side of her head, and you could pull their up, heads apart, and the blood would pour out. <laughs> it was awful, but that probably wasn't real. No, didn't I just to. didn't think there was anything about them that were attractive i remember seeing them on the the superstars of the day the sheena eastons the madonna's mm -hmm, the cindy mm -hmm. loppers never liked them wanted them to quickly go back to a different hairstyle or try something new as soon as i saw the side ponytail they're they're terrible well i'm sorry to report that you're wrong i always really liked the the side (laughs) pony wow i like now it's not as good as a standard ponytail okay and by the way i'm speaking here about the ladies i don't know of any guys that really Pull off a ponytail, even a man bun or a little rat well, tail I know or whatever. Ponytails like off the back, but not a side ponytail. Yeah, yeah not, not a side. side pony. Right. So like for me, the ideal ponytail is is the perfect centered <laughs> one that goes out the back of a ball cap. I think that's really cool. Like you make your hair match your hat. I think that's clever. Is, is that a sports mullet that you're describing right now? <laughs> if it's on a fellow, if it's on a lady, no. If it's on a fellow. Yes. <laughs> but so but I, the asymmetrical look, I think, is is interesting looking. I always, you know, rather than I'm not talking mm. about a, a weird one that comes off the side of your head, but just the one that's on the side, right? That's well, okay. Not, what's the it's difference? Better than on the side side well, of the head. That's the same thing. 
any asymmetrical that comes down, like it doesn't have to be jutting out your temple, right? It just anywhere down the one side or the other of your head, as opposed to dead center of your the back of your head. Mm. So I think the asymmetry looks interesting. I think it frames a face well. It's better than the two ponies on the side of your head, which I think looks really like you could pull it off if you're seven or younger. But Those beyond that, handlebars are great grip. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, I knew oh someone gosh. would say. I, saw, it. Oh I knew. God. I, I knew. We'd just get past that. <laughs> would we make he it through? No, we're not going to make it through. Handlebar thing. That's not my fault. I did not. I. That's not what I. I never okay. invoked that word. But so I. I honestly like the asymmetrical pony. It's second only to the symmetrical pony. But I think it looks fun. <laughs> you know, 152 backtracks. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> that's so. what I keep telling you. <laughs> <laughs> now, back in the 80s when you're sort of like experiencing it i never honestly i never even picked up that that was going on like it was just a thing it was just, just mm-hmm. what everyone was wearing mm-hmm. you look back now you see anybody with a side ponytail you think 80s i mean it's yep. it's the it looks first cool. thing that comes to my mm-hmm. head yeah it feels like a punky brewster kind of thing yeah yeah but mm-hmm. now today you could pull off a side i think if you're a child i, I mm-hmm. think it looks kind of dumb on adults right now <laughs> I, I might call i might call child protective services <laughs> you have to be kids huh? <laughs> you know, because I said, I think it looks kind of, it looks cute on little kids, um, yeah. but adults that wear it, I think they're just, I don't know, it seems like they're trying that's too fair. hard in a way. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think how I actually, I got thumbs up or down this, I'm not sure. Well, you got to call the vote, so yeah. you better right. pick something let, quick. Let me think about it then. Let me call the vote and ask, well, I know what John's going to do, so let's start with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need them back. Don't think they look great necessarily today. I thought they were fine the day. I'm not upset that they're associated with the 80s at all, so I'm thumbs up. I'm okay with it. Okay. George? Uh, Upset is a strong word. I just don't like that they're a mm. thing. So yeah. I'm thumbs down. I'm not upset by it, but I yeah. definitely wish they weren't there. Okay. Um, I'm a thumbs up because it's something that mm. if you do look at somebody, it pisses you right in the 80s. It pisses you Gen X time frame. And, it, and I don't think it looks awful. So I, I think I it's agree. kind of a yeah. good, a neat kind of a benchmark to kind of identify like, oh, wow, this must be an entertainer from the 80s. You know, so hmm. I'm going to give this one a thumbs up. All right. So there's another one that's up. So we made it through all 10 of these. So before we wrap up the show, I want a real quick roundtable and ask you of, oh, now that we've gone through this, George, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you because you kind of alluded to this. What's mm. the most surprising thing you found out of this list that we did it? What surprised you the most that the votes came out? Is there a particular one oh, you, thought voting. Would, um, that you thought would be definitely great or definitely bad and turned out different than you thought? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I'm I'm very shocked that spandex was a positive vote and mm, big okay. hair was a positive vote. I I really thought we were going to have far more negative votes and mm-hmm. I tried, but you two <laughs> just kept screwing it up. So, yeah, I you know, I feel like we uh I feel like we did not serve our audience well as Gen X grown-up enthusiasts, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you can't win. <laughs> Especially when you're wrong. Mo, what about you? What yeah. did you did you have any surprises in this backtrack? Yeah, I mean, just in general, I thought it would be more negative. Like George said, mm-hmm. I thought we would yeah. be a lot more negative about this. And granted, I some tried. of these, I, I know, I know, I know. But and some of the, <laughs> I guess when we started talking about it, though, it's like I guess some of the nostalgia did come back, and I maybe just started thinking about it a little bit more than just looking at it as a kind of a you know as a like a, a thing by itself. You know, just looking at it in context of the whole generation and our experiences yeah. with it. Yeah. So maybe that helped make it a little bit more positive. But um, like I said I thought it'd be like three negatives all the way down for everything, pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think the thing I'm most surprised by is that somehow Mo was able to stay insulated and never saw a mullet until he got to college. Yeah. Like <laughs> if how I saw one, world, I didn't recognize this. It it, it's like someone was actively protecting you from seeing mullets because however did you avoid it for your entire <laughs> young life? Who knows? Hey, that is going to wrap it up for this backtrack. Before we leave, 
I have a brand new patron that I would like oh, to wow. thank. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah T. Brand new. Headed over to Patreon. Nice. Hit us up at patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Opened up his wallet and said, I would like to pledge a regular monthly contribution to you guys, to the show, to support what you do. He joined a roster of embarrassingly generous, amazing human beings that support us and have for many, many years. Jeremiah, thank you for your generosity. Thank you for being willing to support something that otherwise is free to you, but you like it enough that you're willing to support it. That's what makes our patrons so awesome. And that's what makes you so awesome. So thank you for that. Listener, if you are listening and you are not yet a patron, it is so easy. Just head over to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You can support what we do and make sure that we keep doing it. it means the world to us, keeps us going, keeps the gas in the tank. I don't know what else to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you and to Jeremiah for joining the roster. That's going to wrap it up. We'll be back in two weeks with another backtrack, of course, but next week is the standard edition of our show. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here, pal. Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you. Always fun, man. Fourth listener, it's you we all three appreciate most of all, though. We can't wait to talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. All right, guys, we're going to throw on our bell bottoms. Or no, I guess it's not bell bottoms. What are you going to wear? Mm -mm. Just, what are we going to do? We talked about neon. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, let's throw on our neon and throw on your big hair that was stupid <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> oh you don't throw on big hair okay mm. you've got questions we've got answers business leadership ownership and sales can be challenging tune into the accelerate your business growth podcast to learn from the world's experts join me your host diane helbig as i chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.